I want to tell you what this word, I want to get right to it. So I came out to the joyous wedding, which I thoroughly enjoyed. Amen. I miss being with, you know, there's no place like home. Everybody say that. There's no place like home. When I come, it's like home. Sit there for seven years. Under the powerful man of God. I'm sorry, see how you talk, right? You don't pull no punches. I don't know if you saw that fake fight last night. They was pulling punches and all that fakeness. He don't do that. Amen. <laughs> Thank you, Lord Jesus. So I thoroughly enjoyed the wedding. There was, it was a theme in here I was hearing, though. When I came back home, it was a, a vibe, a spirit, if you will. And it was so beautiful because all I kept hearing was everybody wanted more God. Yeah. And I was like, Lord, everybody in here is talking to me about more God. I thought that was so beautiful. <laughs> what a beautiful heart's desire yeah. to want more God. Yeah. Amen. Okay, think, think how the world would be if they thought like that. Mm -hmm. Amen. We just want more God. Yes. Think how it would be. <laughs> but as I was pondering that thought, the Lord told me the world is like that. I said, what, Lord? He said, they're just like that. They just have the wrong God. Right. See, in the world, money is their God. And what do they want? More and more. Okay, so you're a millionaire. Now you want to be a 10 billionaire. Okay, so now you're a 10 millionaire. Now you want to be a billionaire. Okay, so now you're a billionaire. Now you want to be a trillionaire. It never stops. Same with us. God gave us this revelation. Now we want another revelation. Yeah. Didn't he give us that revelation? Now we want some more Uh, we got God behind us. 
just want to do what we want to do. Right, right. Amen. And they're making it plain on the money. See, they give us all these signs. We just don't see them. Amen. We spend them, though, but we don't see them. Amen. Oh, thank you, Jesus. See, the world is trusting money. We trust in God. Amen. 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 And we want more of him. Yeah. Amen. Oh, please hear me today, saints. So at the wedding, I spoke to the groom, right? I was talking to Joshua. And you know, Joshua's the muscle man. I don't know if you all have seen him. He ripped. I said, Joshua, you know you're going to have to help me eat that muscle. You know you're going to have to do that. And you know what he did? He told me the same thing he told me the last time. He said, like, no big deal. You just got to be consistent. That's what he said. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. We have to learn to be consistent in our workouts. But you say, man, God, don't faint. I'm going to use his words. Don't faint. Amen. So you came forth with the word. I'm just going to do what God told me to do. Amen. But you can't faint. He said, you got to be consistent. Be diligent. Persevere. Yes. Yeah. Amen. What a good word to follow. Yes. Yes. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah to you, Lord. Hallelujah, Lord. Then he said this powerful thing to me. <laughs> he said, I'll show you how to get more muscle if you show me how to get more God. Muscle, but you gotta show me how to get more God. Joshua, that's a deal. I'm gonna show it to you today. Amen. I'm gonna show it to you today. That is a deal. But let me give you some more revelation. Because ironically, the same principle we're working out is the same principle we get more God. What? You gotta be consistent. Amen. Yeah. With your study time, saints. With your prayer time. You know what I mean? God said, when we get out that bed, come over. Be right into the word. Right into prayer. I mean, my eyes pop open too. Thank you, Jesus. Yes. Yes. So as they open up. It's the same thing. Be consistent with your time of assembling together, with your meditation time, with your devotion. You must spend time with the Lord consistently. Amen. Amen. Then you'll build up some godly muscles. Yeah. Huh? The end result is more and more God. Yeah. Amen. Amen. But Joshua, listen to this. Your father-in-law got it right. You know what he say? He said, God is topless and bottomless. He doesn't have any boundaries. Amen. He's everywhere at the same time. Oh, thank you, Jesus. He's forever, Josh. He is forever. Your father might be talking like that. Amen. You got some good people around you. Amen. 
So if you want more God, it's really plenty of him to go around. Amen. Amen. <laughs> Let me tell you this truth right here. If really more God is what you desire, listen to this answer God. If you're in this place, this is your church, you are in the right place. Oh, Lord. <laughs> Pastor Brian is going to serve it up. Amen. He's extremely faithful. Do you hear me? Extremely. Amen. I know that's what I got out to do. Oh, Pastor Brian taught me how to be faithful to God. Yes. He showed me how so many saints are just so sloppy with God. Yes. I needed to see that in God. Allowed me to see it in Him. Yes. Just pop me in here some kind of miracle way. I don't even know how I got here. My wife was saying, come on, I was playing golf on Sunday. You know, I had my relationship with God. I thought it was tight as it could be. I ain't going to them fakes. She said, no, you, you should come. <laughs> so in, listen now, in my early morning prayer, I said, Lord, is that something I need to do? I was so self-righteous too. I said, is that something I can do? You know, we tight, Lord. I need you every day, just like I promised you. And she was in there bragging, no, I got a man to die. Because the grandma said, well, why ain't he in church? She said, no, he, he served God. I said, well, he ain't in here. But I was, I was talking to God like that. I serve people every day. I don't know what they're doing there. I know what I do. And then God asked me this question. He said, you do. You promised me back when you were going to quit playing with me and you were going to serve me. You're begging that promise. And you've been doing it. He said, but what about your wife? But what about your children? He got me with that one. I thought about it. I said, Lord, I don't want to lose another wife. I don't want to lose another child. Maybe I'll go. That's how my dad is. Jesus. You're in the right place, that's God. You want more God. Pastor Brian will show you, he will teach you. Amen. God bless you, Hallelujah. He'll teach you how to put God first. Amen. You see, what did he come out the gate with? If you're praying time, this is the house of prayer. If you're not praying, you're robbing. Where did he come out the gate? He's going to teach you that. Amen. See, we are God's children. We have to be trained. Just like our regular children. They have to be trained. Huh? We was in a fallen state. Amen. We was all messed up. Amen. So now we got to get trained. Amen. So Joshua, please believe you're in the right place. You want more God. Pastor Timothy says you're in the right place. You want more God. Amen. You won't, you won't have no problem with that. He'll encourage you. He's going to keep you on the right path. Amen? See, but, but here's the thing. Pastor Brian is going to lead you down that narrow road, which very few find. See, it's a broad road. Everybody's on that. He's not going to lead you on that. He's not going to have that. 
Uh, they're gonna put you on that little tiny. You gotta walk down a tightrope. Oh, really, God. Very few find that road. Huh? And then that's why this church is not full right now. Huh? Very few find that road. Then all he said, he said, no, we can't do that. What did he say? Uh, we robbing God because we doing this and that and we, we keep fainting and oh, I can't hear that. And they leave. Right. Missing a huge blessing. But everybody who stayed, they are sure to be blessed. Thank you, Jesus. If you really want more God, keep yourself in position. Hey, I used to tell my sons, position is everything. They'd be like, really? And they repeat that back to me now, too. They say, Dad, you say position is everything. It is. I used to see the best team don't always win. You know, this, this this other team, they not the best. You know, let's say the Lakers, Golden State, but you know they're the best. But this team just stays so close in the game. They stand in position. Amen. Then at the, at the end, what happens? Anything can happen. Just one mistake. The best team can make one mistake. And you look up, and the other team won. Well, why did they win? Because they was in the position to win. <laughs> well, it was the best team. They were just in the best position. I got to get that revelation. Yes, yes. Hallelujah, Lord. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. But really, let me say this to you. When you say you want more God, you know what you're really saying? You're saying you want to be a disciple of God. Huh? The disciples were close to God. He right there with them all the time. Amen. Amen. Enjoying all of him. <laughs> and that's what you're saying. So let's quickly look at what it takes to be a disciple. I love sitting under you, Pastor Brian. You taught me what it took to be a disciple. Amen. Amen. Taught it to me. And I'm so glad I wasn't hard-headed, stiff-necked. And I sat there seven years. Jesus. It was the Lord. The God be all the glory. Amen. It was the Lord. He know what, he know what you need. So when he introduced it, God knows what we all need. And guess what? He gives it to us. Amen. What did you say, Pastor? I'm going to come home. In due season. Yes. <laughs> so he can't give it to you anytime because you'll mess it up because you're not ready for it. So many blessings I squandered. You know why? Because I cried to God. Please give it. Just, if you just give it to me, he gave it to me. And I messed it up. Amen. Amen. You want that blessing in the due season. When you're ready, when you're prepared. Yeah. Just like you said. Isn't that what he said? I told you I'm going to preach it anyway. Amen. But he already said it. Amen. The disciples were right there enjoying all of the Lord's saints. So let's look at what it takes to be a disciple. If you all will follow me in John chapter 8. One and more guys just spending more time with them, saints. John chapter 8. And let's start at verse 30. It says, As he spake these words, many believed on him. 
So what words was he speaking? And, and it says, as he spake, it's talking about Jesus. Jesus was speaking some words to the Jews. Amen. And what he was saying to them, they began to believe on him. That's what the scripture is saying. Well, here was the words. We read right before that. Jesus is, was telling them, when you lift up the Son of Man, you will know that I am He, and I do nothing of myself, but as my Father has taught me. And when He said that, many of the Jews started believing Him. See, the Jews don't want to believe. They, they was into the law. Who are you talking to us like that? Uh, who you think you are talking to us like that? We don't believe on you. But when he said that, they started believing on him. Amen. That's what the scripture is saying. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Here's the key sense. You got to trust God. He's with you making things work. Get out of just you. Amen. See, you got, here's one. You got to get this in your spirit. To God be the glory. Amen. Yes. Learn how to say that. Quick point number two. Jesus, okay, I'm going to say it like this. How do you say it? If I be lifted up, he's talking about him. When you start lifting yourself up, they look at you. Then you mess up. Then they blame God. <laughs> I knew God wasn't loud. No, it was you because you pointed him at you. Don't point him at you. I don't care what y'all tell me. Man, God, that message, that word, blah, blah, all that's so to God be all the glory. Yeah. <laughs> I'm the one sitting there listening to this, and then I just shared it with you. He blessed me, so I can be a blessing to you. Amen. This is what happens. Look at verse 31. It says, Then said Jesus to those Jews which believed on him, if you continue in my word, then you are my disciples indeed, and you shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. To be a disciple of God, Joshua, what had to happen? They had to do what? Continue. Just like you said, they got to be consistent. Y'all 
So what you gonna do from this point? Consider diligently what is before thee. See, when that ruler starts talking, you consider what he's talking about. Amen. Look at verse 2. And put a knife to thy throat if thou be a man given to appetite. So this is saying, if you're the type of person that jump at things that sound good, because y'all know everything that glitter is not gold, right? Y'all do know that, right? So this is saying, put that knife to your throat or use restraint. So he's saying, check it out. Consider diligently what is before you and what you're going to base it on. The word of God. If I have this, what this ruler is offering, offering to me, listen to me, Corey, will it take me away from God? Or am I going to have more God? Huh? See, I was listening to you. You said, I had this job. I miss you, Corey. I really do. I had this job and it was, it was if it's taking you away from God, you don't need it. Huh? Pray. There you go. Pray to God to give you the one and let you spend way more time on him. And this is what you ask. And you make way more money. Say, Lord, I need that job. Because I know I got to spend this time with you first. Thank you, Jesus. Put a knife to your throat. Amen. When they offer you things, it says, if thou be a man, give it to appetite. Huh? Consider diligently. You don't want to violate the word of God or whatever they offer you. Look at verse 3. It says, be not desirous of his dainties, for they are deceitful meat. Say amen to that. Amen. This is another warning. Telling you to exercise restraint. Consider what's being offered to you. Don't get caught up in, in that ruler. Huh? Just because they have authority. And you get greedy and you jump out of an offer that you know can take you away from God. What you gonna do? Put a knife to your throat, to your own throat. If you want more God sex, you must watch yourself in these situations. Amen. See, that's where we get deceived. You all want a perfect biblical example? Here's one. Daniel, he really lived by this proverb. Because he refused the allurement of the king. Amen. That king's monarchs wanted to feed him. But he knew it was going to corrupt him. So Daniel spoke to the commander. He said, would it be okay if I did not eat from the king's table? Because <laughs> you know what? Instead, Daniel wanted to eat from the king's table. Amen. Amen. Oh, that's powerful right there. Amen. Trying to show you today. How to have more God. Yeah. Amen. Keep eating from the king's table. Amen. Yeah. Don't be desirous of rulers that have deceitful meat. Uh -huh. Amen. Don't eat it. Look at verse 4. Here we go. Ooh. Labor what? Not to be rich. And then it says, what cease from? That flesh. Yeah. That's that flesh. That's that powerful ruler right there. It's like, leave him alone. See, your own wisdom will have you thinking you're doing the right thing. It's a ruler. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. Oh, thank you, Jesus. This is some sound doctrine right here. These two right here, laboring to be rich, and in your own wisdom, yeah. that pull the majority away from God. 
I got about 90 percent, if not more. What did I tell you the world do? They chase up the money. Huh? God said, God said, well, I won't do it on God, Lord. You know, and he said, the world do too. They just get the wrong God. <laughs> Let me read this one right here. Labor not to be rich. Yeah. Oh, these two catch, catch many things. Chasing money or, or making money your God. Mm. Of course, what you do like this, don't do that. Right. See, money is fleeting in nature. Yes. Amen. <laughs> A person who, can, who gets great riches that has never had it, thanks. Usually won't hang on to it. Right. We see all the lottery winners. They get all that money. Two years later, they broke. Amen. What does the Bible tell us? Don't trust uncertain riches. What does this say? Money is uncertain. Trust God. He's the true riches, even eternal life. Amen. I'll share this motto, this IBM motto. I used to work for IBM, and they had this motto. IBM is a, a super service-oriented company. Amen? They were all about service. And I could, I, I would wonder, you know, I worked in the banks, and I was like, I'm looking at the invoice. I'm like, how are they charging them all this money? A hard drive. You know, that's basically what it was. And the Lord showed me because they know how to service. How they over-service their customers, and they taught me to do that when I started selling insurance. Billion insurance companies, why would you buy it from me? I want to over-service you. It also taught me that to my computer company. How'd you buy that computer from me? You go to Best Buy here, there, everywhere. But I haven't had to over-service my customer. Huh? Especially us. We ain't used to service. Uh, no, they don't never serve us. Get the bottom of the guy. So when we get some service and we need every good and service, huh? Uh, we know how to act right. Thank you so much. Thank you for providing us. Just over service. But here's the model. This was IBM's model. If your goal is to make money, you will work. If your goal is to provide a service, you will make money. That was the model. It should be on the wall. I said, wow, I like that. <laughs> huh? You, our goal has to be to provide a service, saints. <laughs> the greatest in the kingdom is a servant. Amen. 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 Please know that. Yeah. Look at verse 5. This is, will thou set thine eyes upon that which is not? <laughs> For riches certainly make themselves wings, they fly away as an eagle toward heaven. See, when you labor for that purpose, it's more, it's more rewarding to labor for the Lord than laboring to be rich. See, God prepared a work for us before the foundation of the world. In all of us. You know what? Once God showed me the definition of success, and it's nothing like the world. You think, you know, the world says you're successful if you have all this money. You're successful if you have all this power, right? That's how we think about success. That's wrong. 
the Lord told me, he said, Rudy, success is finding out my will for your life and doing it. Amen. Now you're successful. Amen. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. Oh, thank you, Jesus. See that plan that God prepared for you before the foundation of the world? It's way more rewarding than chasing money. It says, for riches certainly make themselves wings. Mm -hmm. See, rather than wearing yourself out pursuing wealth, pursue the wisdom of God. Yeah. And wait alongside sin. And he will bless you with prosperity as he chooses. Amen. That's what Solomon did. How wealthy was he? <laughs> Amen. Isn't that what he did? You know what I need wisdom to lead your people. See, you find out what his will. The Lord, the will for Solomon was to lead God's people. He said, Well, Lord, I need, I need some wisdom to do that. He didn't say I need some money. I need to do it. To kill all my enemies that's gonna come against me for trying to lead them. He said, I need some wisdom. Amen. Amen. And what happened? He got wisdom and money. He got wisdom, money, everything he needed. So I love to tell the Lord, everything I need is to do the work. And that's why I'm looking for it too. Yeah. I'm not looking for it nowhere else. He know what we need before we even ask. He's omniscient. He's all-knowing. Before you get on your knees and say, Lord, you know, if you could just, he already know. But still ask. You hear me? Make sure you ask him. Amen. Oh, thank you, Lord. Hallelujah, Lord. More God, more power. More of you in my life. Say amen to that. Amen. Look at verse 6. Eat thou not the bread of him that hath, hath an evil eye, neither desire thou his dainty meats. The Bible just confirms it on itself. Didn't it tell us that already? Why do I keep telling us? Because we are in. Some we just we got to keep being told over and over. That's why I don't change the word. If, if you ask me to speak and you go up and say everything I'm saying, I'm going to come up and still say it again. Because what did he do? We lost the dominion of this whole earth that belongs to 
please. Thank you, Jesus. It was the underlay for the overplay. Watch out. Joshua, you wipe that underlay for the overplay. You hear me? They're going to make you think that it's, it's, oh, this man, you worked this deal with me. I got you. That's what y'all say. When I hear that, I. As soon as they tell you. Let's have on my limo driver, though. My limo driver, if he say he got me, he got me. Amen. Because I know I'll be, I'll be challenging him because I'll be catching up early, like six o'clock in the morning. I got to get up like three. I'll be like, Leo, can you get me? <laughs> can you get me? What time I got to be there? Like two? <laughs> two in the morning? Yeah, because my flight leaves at six. He said, I got you. He said, I don't know how I'm going to do it. That scared me, right? Then he said, I got you. Same thing with tenacity. I need you to pick some folks up from church. You know, I want to get them all to the service. Blah, blah. He said, well, I don't know how I'm going to do that, but call me back. I called him back. You know what he said? I got you. I got you. I'm going to make it happen for you. And he did. He beat me. I pulled up the sprinkles in front of the church. But here, let me show you the Lord. Y'all want to see the Lord? Then he said, I'm sitting here and wait. Amen. Hallelujah. He said, Rudy, when I drop you off, I'm going to sit there and wait for you. I'm not going to just drop him off and leave you and come back and get him. And I look over there and I see him. Jesus. Oh, Lord. Hallelujah, Lord. God is something else. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Look at verse 7. It says, For as he thinketh in his heart, so is he. Eat and drink, saith he to thee, but his heart is not with you. See, that's what we got to watch right there. And this scripture is one of the most misquoted scriptures. Because you know how you hear it? You hear it like this. As a man thinks, so is he. That's how you hear it. But what does the scripture say? As a man thinks, see, the issues of life come out of that. That's what you want to know. Uh, that might be just a quick thought in his head, but when it's in his heart, and his heart is not with you, Joshua, you don't want that. His heart, what does the scripture say? Let me read it again. For as he thinketh in his heart, so is he. Yeah. Eat and drink, said he to thee, but his heart is not with thee. Amen. Who you got to watch that one? See, the man with greed, he may invite you to eat with him. But he has a motive for inviting you yes. that he hasn't told you about. Amen. Amen. Deception. Eat and drink. But he does not have your best interest at heart. Amen. Amen. Remember what verse 1 said? When thou sittest with a ruler, consider diligently what is before you. Look at verse 8. The morsel which thou hast eaten shall thou vomit up and lose thy sweet words. <laughs> the mess that he feeds you, you got to vomit that stuff up. Get it out your system. Amen. He has an evil eye. His real motive is to take advantage of you in some way to increase wealth at your expense. Amen. 
Amen. I'm going to tell y'all this true story. I was going to Pastor Brian's church when this happened. A certain person invited me to this supposedly great spiritual awakening. Amen. And they said to us, they said, look, this, when you come to this place, it's going to enhance your relationship with God. It's going to make it so much greater. Listen to how he's talking to me, Joshua, because I wanted more God, too. So now I'm listening. It's going to enhance my relationship. It's going to make it greater if I come in this place. Oh, your relationship is going to be on fire. It's going to be so high. So I went there and took my family. I was angry about this. And we in there, <laughs> all kind of stuff was going on. Amen. And, and, and we were told we were just supposed to be looking at it. But actually, they wanted us to get involved in this. Oh, do this. Kneel right there. Do that. What kind of mess? <laughs> <laughs> I was angry about that. But when I left that, I was highly trained in the world. I was trained. Okay? But let me show you what I did when I left the place. Let me show you. Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> I got to go back. I got to show you what I did when I left the place. Shall thou vomit up and lose that sweet word. It's exactly what I did. I vomited it up. They said, no, when y'all leave, don't do this, don't eat meat, don't do that. I vomited all that stuff up. Person who was in my life used to tell me that I'm 
They say, Ruby never argue with a fool because she don't know which is which. <laughs> then I get it though. You don't know. I'm coming up, I don't know which one is. I say, okay, this is a fool. I'm thinking both of y'all crazy. See, you can't argue with them. Okay, let me read it again. Speak not in the ear of a fool. That's what the scriptures say. Don't speak to him. For he will despise the wisdom of thy words. Yeah. Huh? He's going to look at you all. You just think you're smart. What are you going to do? Listen, listen to me, Sam. Let me give you a word from the word. Fools hate wisdom. Do you hear me? They hate wisdom. You can't, you can't speak into their ear. Look at verse 10. It says, remove not the old landmark and enter not into the fields of the fathers. <laughs> it's a scripture, Proverbs 15. You don't have to go there. It talks about evil men, proud men who try to take the property of widows, things like that, and trying to defraud someone who really can't help themselves. That's what the scripture is saying. But what happens in these situations is God himself will fight that cause. <laughs> Yeah. Huh? It's really saying don't go after illicit gain. Huh? Because just because the person doesn't know any better. They're fatherless. Amen. God will fight that battle for them. Look at verse 11. Let me show it to you. For their redeemer is what? Mighty. And he shall plead their cause with thee. <laughs> See, in a normal situation, somebody in that family gonna rise up when you try to take advantage of them. But it's saying, our Redeemer is mighty. He's the Lord, our Savior, who can rescue us people who were helpless and had no voice. That was us at once upon a time. That's why we desire more of him. Amen. He died for us. He redeemed us. He's our God. Thanks. Look at verse 12. It says, apply thy heart unto instruction and thine ears to the words of knowledge. Great formula for more God. <laughs> Huh? Let the desires of your heart be to learn more and more about God. That's what the scripture is saying. Yes. Huh? Apply thy heart unto instruction. Yeah. Listen to the words of knowledge. Yeah. Turn your understanding on. Keep it in your heart. That's what the scripture is saying. Look at verse 13. Withhold not correction from the child, for if thou beatest him with the rod, he shall not die. I'm gonna, I'm gonna camp right here because we miss a whole lot of God. We just dismiss that. Oh, we miss God totally. Joshua, I'll read it again. Withhold not correction from the child, for if thou beatest him with the rod, he shall not die. This is almost completely missing in this season. And it's no God. We dismiss this teaching. Huh? As a matter of fact, we made a law. You better not be him. Amen. No court will punish you. And as a result, what happens? When a 10-year-old, 11 or 12, walk up to you with a gun and say, get out of the car. Why does he do that? Because he hates you. You inhaled the, the rod. We don't believe God on this one right here. We just know God today on this. You say you're going to whoop your kids. What? Huh? And then I remember I was at a party and this girl told me, she said, oh, I don't want children. I said, really? I'm looking at her. I got seven boys. And I'm on them. 
Jesus. And shall deliver his soul from hell. We got all these kids going to hell. Think about that. Nobody's using the ride. Nobody's training them. So they think it's okay to come and take your... And they don't care nothing about life. You better not make the wrong move. They're going to pull the trigger. They don't they have no training. Look at verse 15. It says, My son, if thine heart be wise, my heart shall rejoice, even mine. <laughs> That's the Lord saying. And instructors, he's rejoicing more when we learn, when the students learn. Amen. Amen. It's, this scripture is saying it's a, it's a good reflection on both of us. That's what it's saying. He's rejoicing. <laughs> We want more God, don't we, saints? Amen. And guess what God's will is for us to have all of Him. What does He say? My good, it's my good pleasure to give you the kingdom. Come on now, it's not like you're asking for something He doesn't want. He wants us to want more. It's His good pleasure to give it to us. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. I'm encouraged today, saints. I want more God. Amen. Amen. Wanting more God to keep you on the right track. Amen. Look at verse 16. Yea, my reign shall rejoice when thy lips speak right things. The Lord loves it when we talk like that. I want more God. Rejoice. <laughs> what? All of, all of this I got for you. <laughs> oh, thank you, Jesus. And the result of that is discipline. Amen. You'll see the child make wise choices. And when they do that, you know what it does for the parents? It brings them joy. That's why he's saying this. Amen. The father loves us. He caresses us and it brings them joy to see us speaking the right thing. The right thing to speak is, oh my God. Amen. <laughs> spirit in this place. Tell you, it was a beautiful spirit. And it blessed me tremendously. I was pondering all morning when the Lord took me through all this. Last scripture verses, verse 17. It says, let not thy heart in thee setters, but be thou in the fear of the Lord. How long, saints? All day long. All day long. You want to stay in the fear of the Lord. You want more God. You want all of him. Amen. Amen. Well, we just want more, man. Yeah. More and more, but we can't get enough, Father. Yes, Lord. We need you, Lord. You are not optional in our life. You are a necessity, Lord. We need wisdom from you, Lord. We need love. We need peace. Uh, we don't, we're not just chasing money. We want everything. Jesus. Hallelujah. Or anybody in here who don't know Jesus, 